Sweetie, 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 sweetie. What? Relate, relate, relate for the show. For what? The show? No. The show. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Welcome to the Good Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Carrie Berry, here with your host, Tad. Hey, I need a coffee and a smoke. Love you guys. Good morning. Um, there's a joke. So this uh, son of a tech billionaire was born with a micro penis, like the worst any doctor had ever seen. Okay? His whole life, it was awful. You know, he, you know, tiny little pecker, whatever. So right before his 21st birthday, his father finds some uh, new surgeon who's experimenting with penis enlargement, a pure micropenis. So he's chosen because it's like a quarter inch big. The doctor does this uh, surgery where he transplants like a baby elephant's trunk and some skin grafts and he creates a, a new new penis. So after the surgery and the recovery and doctors check it out, he's, he's given the green light, right? His 21st birthday shows up. He's going to lose his virginity. His father, tech billionaire, sets him up on a date with a uh, high-priced lady of the evening. You know, she figures escort like that is going to keep the kid at ease. He's not going to be thinking too much about it. Everything's going to work naturally, and he's going to be able to experience healthy sex for the first time ever. And he's got a freaking baby elephant's trunk down there, right? Okay. So he goes on the date, and they're sitting there, and they're talking. And the waiter brings out a basket of rolls in the middle of the table. You know, the little basket with the napkin wrapped in it. And so they're sitting there talking, having conversation, and all of a sudden his penis comes from underneath the table, grabs some bread, goes back underneath. She's like completely shocked. He tries to play it off because this has never happened before. But he thinks, hey, I don't know. You know, I've never been around this beautiful of a woman where I actually have a chance to have uh, relations, intimate relations with a woman. I've always been shy Whatever, maybe this just happens. I don't know, I've never had one big before. So a couple minutes later, same thing happened. Just reaches up, grabs a piece of bread, goes back down, and she's just like, hey, what What was that? And he explains to her the surgery and his problems and stuff like that. And, you know, she takes it all in stride. She's seen a lot, stranger to be honest. And she goes, do you mind if I just see that once more? He goes, okay, but give me a couple more minutes because I don't know if my asshole can take another hard roll. Welcome to Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Timothy Turnwell, and this week's guest is a woman named Georgia Tennessee from Michigan. Georgia is going to tell us about a dogman sighting she had in Wisconsin in the early 2000s. Georgia, tell us what happened in Wisconsin. Well, it was August in Wisconsin, so it was hot and muggy. I was hiking at Bong Recreation Area in Kansasville with a friend. A friend? Male or female? Male. Oh, boyfriend? Uh, not anymore. Well, great. What happened next? Well, we were taking a trail that I'd never taken before, and it was getting dark, so I wanted to head back to the campsite. For a romantic tryst? Uh, no, some venison and onions on the grill. Okay, too bad. So, he wanted to continue down the trail. 
As we were walking, I had the feeling I was being watched. Well, what were you wearing? Long sleeve t-shirt, shorts. How short were your shorts? Down to my knee. Okay, continue. So as we're hiking down the trail, this bee steps out in front of us and just stares us down. How was he built? His muscles. If you took away the fur, would he be attractive to you? What? No, he, he it had the head of a dog. Okay, okay. All right, continue. It was absolutely massive. I'd say maybe nine feet tall, totally covered in fur. I had an overwhelming feeling of terror and needed to get out of there. So we turned around to quickly head back to the campsite and the beast began to chase us. Can you describe his genitals? Was it swinging when he chased you? Or did it kind of go back up inside? What? No, I wasn't. All right, continue. So we're headed back to the campsite down the trail and this this beast is just on our tail. You can hear him breathing. He's getting closer as we're running. Were you ovulating? What? No, I I don't know. All right, continue. Okay, so, so we're running back toward the campsite, and he's almost upon us. You could even smell him. Do you think he was trying to steal you? Maybe take you back to his den? Have his way with you? Make some pups? Okay, this interview is just getting too weird. This is over. All right. Looks like a hand job after the show is out of the question. That's all the time we have. I'm Timothy Turnwell. My guest was the frigid bitch Georgia, Tennessee from Michigan. This has been Cryptid Corner, and we'll see you next week. And now for weather on the whatevers, here's your weatherman, Archie Hegsworth. Take it away, Archie. Echo says, Echo, this is my little brother. And now the news with Carrie and Ted. In international news from The Guardian, Iran is on high alert while Biden decides how to respond to the killing of three U.S. servicemen. Oh, it was those three black dudes, right? They're trying to get the they're trying to get the blacks behind the war. Like they give a shit about other blacks that aren't like absolutely right there in front of their face. I had no idea. The Even those ones doesn't say that it's black people. I'm yeah, there's three three black dudes. I'm surprised there's not pictures of each of them on the article mm. just to parade them forth. Yeah, maybe they haven't really got their uh, sob stories. Up Prepared. yet? Yeah. Yeah, and they're afraid. They're probably trying to clean up their social media and all their other typical <laughs> noggery. No, I'm not kidding you. They probably are. They don't want like you know one of these guys like with a stack of hundos and an extendo mag posing in his fucking BDU pants. 
in his barracks. Because he probably because he probably does. Probably yeah, all three of them. That. Several of those. They pictures. probably got some scam going on post selling weed or or oil or counterfeit hair oils or whatever it was. Yeah, they don't wear cologne. They wear like body oils, and they're like a big guy with a big garbage bag full of these little glass like two ounce bottles of oil selling them to other black people they were all counterfeit like jacar and cool water and all that but, but it's not really they were like, no no brand. it's yeah yeah it's just like knockoff crap or or stolen and, and repackaged i don't i don't know he didn't know either you know he just got a, a fucking garbage bag of these things oh it stank to high heaven too oh, all crazy. that shit mixed yeah gross. Like you, you hear the clinking of the glass and you could smell them before you even oh came around God. the corner. That would give me a headache. Yeah. yeah. That's awful. The Guardian also mentions that on Monday there were four Kurds executed. They were accused of working with Mossad. It doesn't shock Israeli me. intelligence. Yeah, so, Kurds are like pretty much in bed with uh, Mossad. So I think they're kind of pinning that on Iran as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to get too far into this. It is, it is a really long article, but what it comes down to is the much-anticipated invasion of Iran so that we, the USA, can make sure that we help to establish... Israeli dominance in the region? Yeah. A central bank. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that And too. Israeli dominance yeah. in the region. And it's just, it's Iran. It's like, it will be a real huge feather in these kikes cap. To, to, cap- to capture that like that overtly. Because my guess is they're in that whole, you know, religious fanaticism. I mean, that, that's what allowed Jews to move in and really establish power is these goofy fucking religious sects blowing the fuck out. You can't have any national cohesion. When your country's getting blown up by several different terrorist groups that you don't know anybody who's a part of, or you know, it's just it's chaos. It's just, we know what the CIA does and Mossad and MI5 or 6 or whoever the fuck it is. <clears throat> That'd be a good scam, MI7. If I was British, I'd start pulling some insider shit that I was part of like MI7. You know, like a step higher. I don't know. I have I have nothing against Iran personally. Or is that is that near Kenosha? Yeah, I certainly don't want to send my boys to kill them. Yeah, yeah. I my boys aren't going to grease anybody outside of their home sector of fire. I don't want to be fucked with, but I fear it's already it's already here. I think we're gonna have a a night in this country or a couple nights. And I think we'll prevail. Honestly, I do. I truly feel that, but there will be a night, like Invasion USA, that sh- uh, I almost said shitty Chuck Norris movie. Whoa, don't go crucifying me, motherfuckers. It's actually awesome. I love it. Most people are like, oh, a shitty Chuck Norris movie where the terrorists invade the USA and Chuck Norris fights them off. That'll be me. You'll be Chuck Norris. I'll wear them sweet black gloves. I'll have my flannel all rolled up, so my forearms wearing some jeans. Couple little Mac tens, shoot fucking indiscriminate brown terrorists or whatever they are. It's like who are these people? What kind of terrorists are these? There's like an Algerian, a Puerto Rican, a, a Jap. Really? There's a Jap in the fucking terrorist group? You know? I don't know. Continue mission. You think unlikely? Unlikely. No, but we. Yeah, I think there. It will happen though. I think something like that will happen. One long bloody night. Well, let's move along. On to national news from Politico. Five tech CEOs were under fire this week. On Wednesday, the Senate. They had to answer some tough questions. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Josh, Hawley, and Ted Cruz. Let them have it. Oh, there was probably a lot of tough talk from up there, wasn't there? 
You know, there'll be probably some more pointed questions asked. Maybe some voluntary testimony later on as they dig in a little bit deep and, you know, fire a couple of interns and send them to prison for something. If you're any serious country with what Zuckercuck admitted and how he handled fucking child porn on his site, he, he should have been executed on the spot. Executed on the spot. All of his shit seized. On the spot. Beheaded. Boom. Done. In a serious country, if he was in the clutches of, you know, the government, mm-hmm. a serious government would have executed him for his admission. According to Politico, this is the eighth time Zuckerberg has been called in for one of these hearings to question him on one of his platforms. Eight times and no- nothing has happened. Right. They haven't and, even taken money from this heap. And, and likely nothing will Nothing's happen. going to happen. And that's actually what Politico is saying as well that's their perspective at least not quickly in their headline they say don't hold your breath for the outcome so the five tech platforms are meta tiktok x snap and discord i don't know what meta is i'm not sure if snap is snapchat and i assume discord is what all the kids are chatting on with each other yeah i was under the assumption meta was like fucking facebook now that's is the it name. like a name change kind of thing i, I don't know i have no idea i don't know i just think metamask and yeah and i don't think that's you think what your it funds is. aren't safe yeah right zuckerberg has my funds no <laughs> probably that's where i'm at no that's how little i know about any well, of that probably second hand he's got your funds right all those right. cocksuckers Ultimately, got point. your funds from the government millions upon millions to build these platforms and to use them to spy and socially engineer us for the negative. Could you imagine these platforms in the hands of responsible elders? Who don't want to harm children? Who want to embolden them? And not only that, but all the stuff you could do to these broken fucking people in the world. Instead, of you, you break them further. You actually give them new fractures in, in their psyche with new shit. People are stupid. Most of these people, they're just dumb. They're just running on autopilot. A lot of people say they're NPCs. I don't, I don't know. That's a fucking possibility. Honestly, I, I don't know how you could defend yourself with that z- zombie fucking look and in, in your interest in the same old shit that you've been doing for the past thirty years. You know, your sports team. It's not. It's not bad to enjoy a game. It's not at all. It's. I think it's kind of healthy as far as you know what I'm saying with like your friends or even just your family. Just doing something mm-hmm. when yeah, it gets like fun. psychotic mm-hmm. and, and you know all this shit about it and you're not making any money off of it. It's just gay when you're crying over your teams and Well, I would say It's just as gay as the people who are gay about Star Wars and Harry Potter. It's just as gay. And but it becomes a problem when when you're one of those people, like you were saying, the NPCs who cannot and will not actually refuse to step outside of having sports ball or shopping or what their bitch neighbor said the other day on their mind. Uh They can't step beyond what's right in front of their face Mm -hmm. to think about what's beyond or even what's here that we can't see or to question what this place is, what's going on with the people who are controlling us. These people are just so gullible it's terrifying it is it it really is and you know so we get shit like we get right now because nobody cares and everybody just you know like i said they responsible 
elders could have done a lot with these platforms. We would be a mentally, physically, socially, and spiritually healthy nation. Look at what China does with TikTok to its people. They don't have any of that garbage. It's all positive. It, it all It's all motivating. Now, yeah, is it a form of MKUltra? Obviously. Obviously, it is. But the whole libertarian freedom shit is a pipe dream too. It never really existed. It, it ex existed in stories and books and things like that. You, you're going to sacrifice something or you're going to live out in the wilds and you're going to sacrifice something because your opponent's going to be nature and the elements itself. So you are going to be sacrificed. So you're not going to truly be liberal, liberated and, and free. What I'm saying is those could have been used for the power of good. And instead it's, from what I've seen in my experience, it's shattered this entire country. Social media, since its inception, the most insane shit has run wild. Furries for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Do you need to go any farther? Guys wanting to fuck my little pony. Okay. When I was a child, those would have been fighting words. You know, you go, why don't you go fuck my little pony? I'll beat you. Let's go, motherfucker. We were little kids. We probably didn't say motherfucker. Maybe sometimes <laughs> we did. My brother and I probably would have to each other. Um, but, you know, more of the tough talk. There's Holly taking over for Gowdy, asking these fucking questions. Ted Cruz. Everybody loves Ted Cruz's sound bites. The freaking neocons love him. And the magtards, the ones who don't pay attention to anything, they, they like him too. Because Trump liked him in a tweet a few years ago and the guy's literally a you know shabos goy for any of you that don't know the hearing is regarding material that exploits children and what are these companies doing to stop it because in reality the platforms are actually helping to move it along yeah and and their internet has always been full of that shit and from the beginning law enforcement for the most part hasn't done anything when you look at it in, um, you know, all in retrospect, and you think of how many times people were posting, I, I know for a fact people were posting shit on the B-board of 4chan, I don't know, 15, you know, 16, 17, 18 years ago, and people were reporting it, and nothing was done, and the shit was still going on, and nothing ever gets, it's still going. There's no action in something that appears to be easily actionable. Yeah, and then there's even... Pushback. Politico states, and I want to quote this, NetChoice, whose members include Meta, Snap, TikTok, and X, has filed four lawsuits against state laws saying they violate the First Amendment. It has scored early wins in several of them, with a temporary block on parental consent law in Arkansas, as well as injunction against California's age-appropriate design code. Nothing changes until these fucking people who file these lawsuits get thrown off fucking buildings. So I looked up Net Choice. I had, I'm reading this article. Is it like Nam And I'm like, what the hell even is this? Nambla's internet <laughs> freaking unit or something? Well, they present themselves as being proponents of free speech. Oh, that's where they that start. Everybody loves that. Exactly. That's but what their purpose But it's free speech is. to fuck kids. Clearly, these are the lawsuits that they're pursuing. Yeah. But it is an LLC, so I don't know how they make money or... They don't. These are a bunch of diddlers. How, how this even... Diddlers fund this crap. Makes sense. Jews. Jews fund this crap What's in what? order to destroy your culture because to them it's not a waste. The money's not going to waste. It's going to war. So if you are looking at something that seems to be hemorrhaging money, there's no reason to do it but it's still being done 
and it's screwing you that you're being hit by bullets and bombs of a different sort. Mm-hmm. And you must, then what do you do? What do you do to that? It's an act of war. Do you sue them back? No. You blow up their fucking headquarters. Wow, maybe we're going to cut that out, but probably not. Fucking what, 30 people listen to this fucking show? You know? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> blow them the fuck up, man. No, no, no more. We can't take, we can't, we can't take this shit anymore. All right, go, go on, baby. I just wanted to add a little something more about Not Choice. I'm going to grab my problem solver. Their website is very cheap looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a front. This site is just a shell. There's no purpose for it other than appearance. It's ornamental. It's just to say they have one so they continue their, their grift with whatever. Oh, wow. They're, but look uh, at this. Yes, all Airbnb. of their members are listed at the bottom. Net choice president was elected to ICANN vice chair. So these, they, this is a lot of pull. There are billions upon billions of dollars in these companies: uh, TikTok, Trivago, um, Yahoo, StubHub, Orbitz, uh, Meta, Lyft, Nextdoor, Lime, Google, Etsy, eBay. Mm-hmm. So the way an LLC works and how it was worded in that article, how it referred to those three tech companies as members that means that they are part owner mm-hmm. so if you're a member of the llc you own the llc so my so and these are association members all of these companies that you just laid, named as yeah. well are members so i would assume that there's like an amount of money that they have yeah. to put in yeah it's a syndication this is to allow their illicit activities to continue and net choice is sort of either the consigliere the mop-up crew, the you know, you know what I'm saying. Whatever right, it is they that they need for their mafia to fight their legal. These battles. are bagmen. Yeah, mm-hmm. these are bagmen for whatever illegal, illicit, immoral activities. And there's there's no way to fight them in a court of law. Mm-hmm. They own the courts of law. It's all rigged in their favor. Right. Some of this bill that the Senate was hoping to pass is to to lift a restriction that stops people from being able to sue the tech companies if they are exploited. exploited. Yes. Like, so, yeah, it's you just... Can't. You, you yeah. can't even sue them. So if your kid, you know, if your kid's pictures end up all over the internet or Snapchat or whatever, yeah. there's nothing you can do, but you can't take legal action there, against them. You can't and, take legal action and against them, which you can go try, run them the fuck over. Then there's this this nice little LLC called Net Choice. What is that, what does that force you to do? Railroad you. Make a choice. Are you cattle or are you a human fucking being? What would a human being do to some somebody that did that and got away with it? I'll tell you, cattle will go back to chewing fucking grass. I would aid in a bed in a fucking heartbeat in this bullshit-ass country right now. I wish I wasn't so damn old. I'm not really that old, but damn, I'm 47. You know, I'm not, not what I used to be. <laughs> it used to be pretty slick. Now I'm uh, busted up. You gotta ask yourself, what are you? Are you a human being or are you cattle? And then go off that choice. If you're cattle and you admit it, just go to the fields. Just go to the fields and chew your, your grass, man. And let them, let them farm you eventually. Let them take your kid to the slaughterhouse and give a nice kosher slaughter. It's so hard to protect our kids these days, though, when it comes to that, the internet. We were we yeah. talked about mm-hmm. if if we got together back when we first met, you know, 20-some years ago, how we would already have kids who are adults. Yeah. And 
we wouldn't have seen it coming no. what happened to the internet and what happened to these kids minds mm-hmm. and right now where we are together we have little kids that we can protect mm-hmm. from this information that's out there but it's it's just coming from every direction like the fact that my three-year-old has seen a trune <laughs> and had to have it explained to him <laughs> That, you know, this is, it is a boy, he's dressed as a girl, and yeah. it was just presented like, isn't that weird? What a weirdo. Of course you thought it was like, weird. Queer. But the fact that he even had to see that at that age, that disgusts me, and well, I worry about H.P. Lovecraft what this will do to our children. Didn't even know about bags until he was like 30, and he was just completely like, I would be, t- could you imagine yeah, you're 30, disgusted. you're like, I'm a man of the world. I've seen, a, wait, wait, men who, what, to men? A, you know, he was, like, what, depressed for six weeks or something when he heard about it? Excuse me one second. That is a delicious can of Ted's new pop. It's called pop, not soda. If you call it a soda, you're a fag. It's a pop, okay? Ted's, drink it. Thank you. All right, it's back to our uh, program. No offense to anybody who calls Mm-mm. pop soda. Offense to you. I think That's most why I called people you a fag. do. No, we love you. No. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna call you a fag. I don't. If okay, I don't, if I call you that's a fair. fag, I, I. Well, no, I, I don't call everyone I love. You know, everyone who's. Right. I, you don't often call your mother a fag. No, right? no, but I'm saying if I call you a fag in, in playful jest, it's because I love you. All right, Carrie Berry, what do you got next for us, baby? To discuss these next couple of articles, we need to move into the schizos. Okay, let me get my hat. All right. All right, let me uh, warm it up. Okay. All right. You are now entering. The Schizo Zone. From Midland Daily News. This is a Michigan newspaper. Okay. This was reported in October 2022. A trucker came forward on a podcast and claimed to have shot a dog man. Ooh, with what? Did he kill it? He shot it with a Colt. 45. Oh, okay. It's a, 45 I mean, if you're going to go after a dog man with anything in the hand range, uh, 45 is probably good because they're apparently pretty damn big and, and they take a lot. I, I've Now we're in my wheelhouse now, honey. Let's fucking go. We're talking dog man. I am from Kenosha County right next to Walworth County, the Beast of Bray Road. We got our own werewolf. You know, it's called the Walworth Werewolf. We have our own sightings out there about uh, a dog man type creature. And I know all over here, like Michigan dog man sightings all over there. You know, they're they're all over to North America pretty much. If you got some forest anywhere where you're gonna see a Bigfoot, um, you're gonna see a Dogman pretty much. That they they, they kind of go hand in hand. Their territories are kind of uh, would overlap and change uh, according to lore and people who know about stuff like that. So. Yeah, Midland Daily News says that Dogman has been sighted in Michigan, publicly known sightings mm-hmm. since 1887. Okay. That was the first known sighting. So the way that it is presented is that this is local lore that's kind of known 
yeah among the people it is it is it only gets um it only gets pushed to the back and poo-pooed when big education a rockefeller type education comes in yeah the lore the lore about dogman there's kind of like two types of groups there's a cynocephaly throughout medieval history you know they were dog-headed people with human type bodies they they barked and shit like that but they were civilized they were hunting people you know but they were civilized they traded with humans it was a well-known thing and then there's more of a um paranormal dogman that people talk about with like red like kind of glowing red eyes or orange eyes that they kind of have like an, a malevolent air about them mm-hmm. like i said this is my wheel house i i'm going through my mental catalog of sightings and and you know talking about people seeing them in their window and it just stares at them and they they feel like they want to open the window even though it's the most terrifying thing they've ever seen and they're looking at the freaking werewolf mm-hmm. but they're thinking they're of letting them in yeah the they're compelled to open it and it's weird like why isn't this nine foot hulking beast just walking through this uh paper thin wall to him and tearing me to shreds so there's that whole like the rules you can't invite them you know what i'm saying you have to invite them in that type of evil you have to invite evil in and then there's talks about people literally getting getting murdered out in the woods out in kentucky um by these dogmen just where they know they're killed uh stories about it you know they have like an uncle who's kind of a hermit mm-hmm. he's got it you know he puts a new cabin up he's, he's 50 his wife divorced that was that was the one I'm laughing about it, but I shouldn't be. Because if it's true, you know, it is what it is. And um, I have no reason to doubt the guy. He wasn't sharing his name, and he was pretty affected by it when he told the story. But that's what happened. His great uncle was a you know, 55, 60, something like that. Wife left him, so we took his money, got a cabin on the family land, and put a cabin up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was land that they shouldn't have been building on. There was a reason they hadn't built on this land, apparently. And it apparently ran like a migratory path of dogman like, or, or like a hunting trail came through that area and he was getting harassed and he was talking to his the nephew the guy who was actually telling the story on uh came if it was dogman encounters or dark waters or whatever but he was telling the story on it which those are two youtubers i know dogman encounters still exist i don't know about dark waters i haven't seen heard him in a while he's pretty good though but it was a series of visits out to his great uncle where his great uncle was getting more and more spooked things were happening one of his dogs was killed uh and then found pretty tore up more so than you would expect even a wolf mm-hmm. to do it was like tore up it wasn't eaten and he called the sheriff and the sheriff just says probably a bear and bears don't do that kind of mm-hmm. crap and eventually the uncle was there was like signs of a really nasty struggle like right on his porch and there was like dried blood because he hadn't answered calls or come into town in a couple of days and i never heard from him again and then more writings that the uncle had about these things coming at night and twos and threes and harassing him pretty much telling him the fuck out of there and that's what i've heard just they could just kill you if you're in the area they could just kill you but from what I've been hearing from people who escape them, they had no chance. They shouldn't have had it. It just wanted them out of their area, just chasing them out like a dog. You know, get the fuck out of here. This is, you know, my territory. Incredibly territorial. I've also heard stories, uh, I can't remember if it was Arkansas or Kentucky. Another guy, very convincing. There's no, he, this is 15 minutes of fame. It'd be an incredible accomplishment of oration for him to fake this story that he told. Like I said, I, he's got my seal of approval, the Ted seal of belief. You know, I got... I I got the willies, you know, when I heard his story. But his was that his uncles did this. They got rid of dogmen. And it had been a family thing to do. And he was like 13 or 14. He's a, he said, there's a big guy. I'm like, I was like 6'4 at the time. He's like, I'm 6'8 or 6'9. He's like a hulking man apparently now. But he said, back when I was 14, I was this lanky 6'4 kid. My uncles brought me with, because I had been asking about, I overheard them say on the phone, 
to my dad something about the family business. And my dad didn't think I was ready for it, so I kept pestering my uncle. And finally, my dad's like, you know, if you want to tell him and, and take him on something easy, go for it, but don't let him test the waters, you know, let him dip his toes in and see what he was doing was going and, and doing a similar job to that to the guy's great uncle who had got apparently snatched up and taken off by dogmen. They were going to help some woman out who wanted to move into a cabin on her land and she tried to do it and she got harassed a couple nights. It's like old kind of redneck stuff. You know somebody, you know somebody who does this. I imagine vampire hunting probably similar mm-hmm. it's not in the papers mm-hmm. it finds you if you need it probably and so they they did and they they had this whole process and they took the kid out on a call not really a call but you know to go investigate it and they were going through this cabin and there were signs that the dogman had been there because the lady hadn't been there in a couple weeks there had been signs that dogmen had been walking around or something really big and not human because they were hairs Mm-hmm. you know stuck on bookcases and stuff like that well what happened was when the kid was there the it was in the middle of the day and, and two or three dogmen made a move on the uncles and there was a huge firefight and he said his uncle just came in and his uncle was like I've never seen this before he had been explaining it to him hey there are things out in the woods out here you know he believed it because he was raising that kind of family they you believe what you see and what you know not what the TV tells you and not what your teachers tell you all the time and never been attacked in the middle of the day they put him in the tub and locked him in the uh, bathroom and all I heard was like fucking gunfight and uh, it was his uncles you know just like popping up shotgun pistols rifles just going off and he said he something hit the cabin that shook it he said he was in the middle he was in the tub it was like an old like cast iron tub Mm -hmm. and he was in the middle of the house and something hit it so hard and fast that the cast iron tub he said like lifted and moved an inch oh my and the whole cabin was like like he said there was dust coming down from the ceiling and it was rickety and you know he was all worried that the whole house was gonna fall the roof was gonna cave in on him and uh after like 20 minutes of silence after the firefight where he just hears one of his uncles going oh my god over and over and over nothing from the other uncle he doesn't know what's happening well, they come get him out, get him in the truck, and uh, he sees the body of one of them. And it, it was a, it was like brownish, uh, reddish, like wo- werewolf, wolfman is what he said. It was a wolfman. It was probably eight feet tall, and it was shot to shit. One of its arms had been blown off. You know, they had the arm in the trunk. But when he was going back, he was in shock, and his uncle was like, hey, hey, we, you know, this has happened a couple of times. It never happened in the daytime. So sorry about that. And they never do. They always wait tonight. They must have just been spooked by the fact that we were men coming in with guns. They're intelligent enough to know what men with guns mean to them. Mm-hmm. It's their eradication. And so they had to attack. And uh, he explained what, he, what they were going to do. They are going to take the bodies of the dogmen. They are going to cut them into different pieces, and they are going to, like, pike the heads and the body parts all throughout like on the property markers where the property ends so they know that's no longer part of their territory this is what happens to you that's like they don't come back around for years if that happens you'll never see them in your lifetime back again they might come back one day that pack or whatever it is a family well however it is that they organize themselves may come back but it won't be in your life nobody will remember because you're showing them straight up this is what you get it's happening out there. These two stories, it was just like us talking about the election day unidentified flying object mm-hmm. that we saw. Or the, the the thing I saw in my bedroom that I talked about before. Whatever it is, demon or goat. I don't know what it was. That shit happened to me. I'm not crazy. I wasn't making it up for, you know, for 
Robux, I believe. It's it's, it's crazy, but but continue. I, I took you off on a path there. No worries at all. That's what this segment is about. So this man in Michigan, mm-hmm. he was driving a truck. He was transporting 43,000 pounds of paper from a mill in northern Michigan, okay. driving through the forest, and realized that he had a leak in one of his tires. Mm-hmm. So he pulled over where he thought it was safe where he, he had just barely gotten into the forest and he didn't want to try and press his luck. Mm-hmm. So he got out, he checked the tire, had the materials he needed to fix the leak, and he said while he was doing that, he got a really eerie feeling. And he heard movement in the woods mm-hmm. and heard some some growling and thought it must be Black Bear. Yeah. He said that he had never heard of Dog Man before. Not a lot of people have in, in, until in you hear life. about it. So this wasn't anything that he knew of in his mm-hmm. mind you know his collective like library of things that could be out there so because he has this uncomfortable feeling and he thinks he might be around bears but he finished the patch job got back in his truck and begins to drive down the road as he's driving down the road deeper into the woods he looks in his right side mirror and it, it looked darker than it should be and then he started going up a hill mm-hmm. and then and then he saw what he said was a wolf head the size of his window and his windows were down while he was driving. Holy fucking shit, man. He said he was going up this hill about 20, 25 miles an hour. He's in a big truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably can't go really fast. Whatever this was was keeping up with him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 35 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour. And he said it was it. so tall, it had to st- stoop down to look. to look into the cab. Yeah. And it was trying to look into the cab. So he said that he was nine feet in his seat. Mm-hmm. So he thinks that this thing had yet yeah, had yeah. to have been like I, ten feet tall. Yeah, there's been the the more malevolent ones. They talk about being a lot bigger than the other, not the cephalo side, whatever the hell they were, but like you know the other brand species of dogman, which are a little smaller and not like evil. They're still aggressive and more animalistic. But so what did he do? He could hear it scratching at his door. And he got a decent look at it while he was driving, that it had very sharp, long teeth that were very white, but that it was black, the color of... Pitch black. Yes, yeah. It was pure yeah. black. What were the eyes? Did it say anything about Yellow that? eyes. Okay. It is probably the malevolent form, which could be like a forest spirit, in my opinion, too. Not necessarily like a physical, just... A werewolf thing. Mm-hmm. The reason people don't think they've heard about Dogman is because they've heard about it in other ways. The, like I said, the Beast of Bray Road, the Walworth werewolf, the uh, Roanoke werewolf. There's all these werewolves because of these sightings happen a lot of times in the 40s or 50s and stuff like that. And it was just given over to like the movies and oh, there were werewolves. The only time I've ever heard of it is the Michigan Dogman. That apparently is some like native name for him, translation mm. of what they called them. But they're all dogmen, according to reports. Just different kinds. Just different areas. Oh. Sure there might be a dogman that's in Michigan and all the way up in Canada. You know, nobody's done any studying of them. You know, because you get your ass killed. They're werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you up if they're if they have the cunning and sort of intelligence that we do which you think it's something that big and bipedal would probably mess you up you got to go in there full force Mm -hmm. you know like military unit this trucker said that as this dog man was running alongside the vehicle looking in the cab that it was looking all over the inside of the cab so he did get a good look at Mm -hmm. at his eyes stating that they were yellow and he said that he looked angry and he felt that 
he was determined to get him mm-hmm. like that he was going to kill him mm-hmm. that and that was just the the vibe the sense that he yeah. got in that moment he he remembered his handgun and clearly it was within reach good because he grabbed it and he took sh- two shots at the dog man he believes that he shot him in the eye sweet and the dog man fell away from his truck when he as he was looking at him the dog man was like sliding into the weeds off the side of the road and then he says that he wanted to make sure it was dead now he's military veteran he's an army vet he wanted to make sure it was dead so up the road he pulled over got out of his truck and started walking back down with his gun and didn't see it though didn't see it there was a jeep they're they're driving a jeep badass but the dog the man? dog man that's a way to get around right around where he had shot the dog man there was a jeep and there were a couple of people in it so he stopped to talk to them and ask them if they had seen anything and they said that they just saw a few bears so it wasn't the only dog man because they never would travel alone so his buddies probably so maybe they had seen other yeah dog men like i said when i talk about these malevent and it, it might literally be some sort of like telepathy it carries um i'm not trying to make it like some creature of the ether or supernatural or anything like that because there is a like i said the, the smaller ones that are more i guess animalistic don't give that crazy vibe they don't mess with humans unless they're juvenile it appears to be a juvenile rite of passage to like scare the shit out of a human being to run up alongside of a car because the guy told a story about that in michigan actually or minnesota one of the two doesn't matter M's. he said he was driving on one of those like windy roads through the woods mm-hmm. and uh a long stretch where he was going straight he saw three dogmen about seven foot tall he said just judging by how they were with alongside his car uh running alongside him and keeping keeping up with them at like 35 miles an hour and he said he was getting freaked out because he had he saw that he was going back into the there was a curvy part coming up he was like oh shit i'm gonna have to slow down you know and they're gonna they're gonna get me and as he was going around the bend one of the dogmen juveniles obviously they were smaller reached out and opened his door Oh, wow. Looking right at him. Opened his door. Didn't. He could have come in. He was at like a jog at that speed for him. But he opened his door and he he felt it. It seemed like a rite of passage. And this was the ballsiest one. And it's how close to a human can you get? Because we're probably associated with great magic with them. Like that one dog man found out from the uh, the trucker. Great magic can just appear in our hands and blow your fucking head off. You know? Mm-hmm. So do you got balls? Because how many times have they heard, oh, you reached into the human's conveyance and you fuck got your ass capped. Do you got the balls to do it? It just seemed like a rite of passage. And you heard stuff about that too of people who live on areas and Coaching. I heard a great interview with the lady where she had lived there for 30 years and had learned to live with it. and she wasn't scared her son was terrified but she wasn't scared they they didn't mess with her she had she give, gave them a deer they were like kind of like harassing her hmm. so she decided a, a deer or a cow something a big ass hunk of meat she just bought from the butcher and left out on her like picnic table in her huge ass yard and she didn't see anything but it was gone and it was like she wasn't she wasn't scared anymore before that it was scary it's like they were trying to get her to get out of there mm-hmm. so she's like once a year i buy i buy a steer whatever it was and i i have the man leave it on the picnic table and it's gone and they don't mess with me but her son didn't like he, he left he left home which is kind of a bitch move i think you know i'd stay with my mom so just in case 
Mm-hmm. Um, and her other people, there's another lady who she just stopped corresponding with this guy, one of the Dogman researchers who's got a YouTube video. I have to find it. I, I was doing this 2017 when I was really first getting into Dogman. So it's been a long time and YouTube's wiped off so many great channels and videos. In the meantime, she had called into this guy a few times and was getting progressively more scared, a different lady than the one I'm with the meat she left out. And she never, she stopped answering his email. Oh. Like 2019. He had been in contact with her for like three, four years. Wow. She always answered back and he had been, he was like really worried about her. Mm-hmm. That they finally got her because they were doing shit to her, playing pranks. They're not like mischievous. They're, they're trying to terrify you, it seems, to get you the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. If you got a house, it's a lot more than just chasing you off. Like if you're taking a walk through their trail, they are smart enough to see you got a house, you got an investment here. We're going to have to do something mm-hmm. to get you the hell out of here. Shaggy and Scooby mystery machine style. Except you ain't pulling that mask off. You're getting your face bit off. I'd fight a dog, man, though. I'd win. It'd stare me in the eyes and just know. I'd just know who it was fucking with. I'd be like, give me a cigarette, bitch. I bet you produce a cigarette. <laughs> i just give him that look. Eyes of ice, baby. All right, go on, honey. Just one quick thing to wrap up this story. <laughs> I just talked through your whole truck story. truck driver in Michigan. <laughs> he had nightmares for six months. Oh, hell yeah. And when the nightmare stopped, one of his family members told him that he needs to tell people about this so that people are warned Mm -hmm. and nobody gets killed by them. The reporter Mm -hmm. who wrote the article did add at the end that note about the sightings going back 130 years and stated that according to Michigan legend, the dog man will appear to humans every 10 years, a 10 year cycle. And those 10 years, they happen to fall on years ending in a seven. So that first sighting was in 1887. Mm -hmm. The truck driver's incident was in 2017. So there's something to do. They probably have massive 10-year migrations, you know, where you would start to finish in a certain area. Mm -hmm. Because if you think of something like that, what's a wolf's area? It's huge. Right. You know, you got something a little more civilized, probably lives, I would say, temporary housing, which probably be a shelter that they'd build on the fly, like you see those Bigfoot shelters. Mm-hmm. It seems very plausible, especially they say in that area. In that area, yeah, it's every 10 years. Somewhere else, it's like in the eights. Somewhere else, it's in the you know nines mm-hmm. and the zeros. And the, yeah, but um, these are things that people really talk about. And I could see that just from the perspective of like, so there's two articles that I have to cover, mm-hmm. this Michigan article being one of them. But if you put yourself in their shoes, everybody's going to think you're crazy. Yeah. You go tell people about yeah. this encounter. So I'm sure sure people have encounters like this and they don't talk because yeah. you're going to get a lot of backlash. Mm-hmm. Or they talk do. secondhand. Mm-hmm. They told a story to their granddaughter or their daughter, mm-hmm. or, you know, and then they're right. finally getting Telling. permission from mm-hmm. grandma, but you tell it. I'm an old lady or whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, that is one thing I think we're going to see with the collapse of this country is the encroachment of the wild. Regardless of what they say. Uh, they put these mega cities, these smart city not everybody's gonna be in there it's not what they're telling you it is don't want to meme that shit into it we're gonna it's not gonna be like that they're gonna be tortured in their own prisons prison cities we'll get the hell out of there but you're gonna see it happen more i'm surprised in california with the amount of homeless that are actual families because of the economy uh you would go out there because of the weather Mm-hmm. These families who are in campers permanently, are they having contact more with dogmen or Bigfoot? Or are those cryptids getting the hell out of there? Because, holy shit, we're used to seeing a camper of humans maybe once a summer. This whole 
there's like 20 families because mm-hmm. you know there's temporary cities popping up all over the country you know once people are homeless i'm, I'm sure they will travel together especially if you're homeless as, as a family not even homeless you just don't want to participate in society or whatever it is plenty of reasons to be like that to live that traveler right. lifestyle yeah but you would be safer traveling in a caravan yeah if we were in that situation i would rather put together a community that moves together if that's how we were mm-hmm. i wouldn't want to be going as just a family out dicks in the wind us boys not you you never know figurative dick in the wind not knowing anybody <laughs> not a literal dick in the wind continue my love Our other article regarding dogman sighting comes from the New York Post. This sighting was in Australia. The sighting took place on Boxing Day, Mm. the day after Christmas, for those of you. For those Americans who aren't sure what that is. Don't celebrate. In 2020. Okay. He actually had two sightings with this dogman. Mm -hmm. He was fishing in the outback in a boat on a river and believed that this dogman was actually stalking him. Mm Mm-hmm. As he was fishing. Boxing day was when he had the first incident. He said that every time he took a... He was in a kayak. Every time he took a stroke with the paddle, it would take a step. (laughs) And he he stopped to listen. And every time he stopped, the movement would stop. (laughs) So he would continue paddling and then realize again that whatever this is, is alongside him again. And he did snap a picture of it. So there are a couple of photos of I've seen those ones. Those are pretty, uh, pretty decent ones. But he's an Aussie, he might be taking the piss. That's what you gotta worry about here, too. He might be just fucking literally trolling us and might be his pal. In a bear suit. In a fucking bear suit, yeah. I mean, he does speak like he knows what he's talking about. It does match up stuff that people have reported all the way across the world. He said that he he had nightmares for one month and then later returned to the same river for mm-hmm. another fishing trip. And as he's fishing, he's in his kayak and he hears a big bang, a big noise in the woods. And it sounded like something was running. And as it was running, like as though it was like smashing trees out of the uh-huh. way. And then he heard it roar. Yeah. This guy's like, hey, asshole, what are you doing right. back here? Back here again. A month later, right. you had nightmares, your nightmares are done, and now you're coming back to fish? You don't even have weapons on you to kill me? He should have just... Well, and he didn't. He did not have any weapons what on him. What a fucking retard. He didn't even have his fishing knife. Oh, my God. And he had no phone service. So it was a 10-mile trip then to get back to his vehicle. What a dickwad. He said that he had heard about Dogman before in the past, but had never had an experience mm-hmm. with it until this and that it's absolutely terrifying and that he would not be presenting this information if it if it wasn't real i mean obviously mm-hmm. everybody's gonna say yeah. that but his story was similar to the truck driver in michigan in that the he states that the reason he came forward was that he didn't want somebody else to get hurt. Mm -hmm. So it does seem to me in all of these stories, it's really a matter of a human has crossed into their territory. Yeah, yeah, they're getting them out of there. They just want them out or they'd be dead. What would you do? That thing could have got waded in the water and tore his throat out. Right, exactly. First of all, it's going to attract more humans. Second of all, we're not going to eat us. Probably disgusting. We probably smell like ass. Imagine what we smell like. Well, we're also predators. You know, like, I wouldn't yeah. want to eat a bobcat. No, no. I wouldn't want to eat a bear. Yeah. I assume the meat would be disgusting. Yeah. So, similar situation. Mm-hmm. I think they can probably smell that. Yeah. Well, they're dogs, you well, know? I think they all the other crap they smell, smell out of us. Eat. McDonald's, oh, yeah. Taco Bell. Right? You know? All the chemicals that we consume like, and ugh. cover ourselves with. Probably just 
some kind of contests every now and then dogmen do eat us but it's like a dogmen fear factor you know like oh you eat some human nuts oh god you know what's going dude got shit that turns a frog's gay in their body you know gay frogs we were laughing at dude's got it in his balls little dogman joe rogan yeah yeah dogman i it's a good topic i'd like to know more i like to know stuff from people out in Michigan or anybody who's seen it out there. Mm-hmm. I haven't I don't want to. You know, a long time ago I did want to see all this shit. I don't anymore mm-hmm. because of how terrible it probably really is. And that those men were affected, those grown men were affected right. like to their core where they were having nightmares mm-hmm. because they couldn't process something that they had seen before on the TV and it's not real. And I believe in monster. To see a Bigfoot or to see a dogman, it would probably take less of a breakthrough for me to believe what I was seeing. And I have no desire to see that shit. I, not unless I have serious weaponry on me. Because these things, apparently, they take some rounds, too. You know, people have shot them before. You know, the 308 or, you know. Um, and they still keep running through the woods. You know, obviously, they got hit. But, you know, there's stories of farmers shooting at them or people just taking shots at them when they got too close. And they, they took a bullet and kept running. Mm-hmm. Well, um, they're I mean, as large as they say they are. I know bears are that way. Yeah. You know, you can shoot a bear and it's... Like, it's not phased. Mm. I heard a story, I think this was in Alaska, where a guy... Now, this isn't something in the news. This is a story that I heard from somebody who lived in Alaska, mm-hmm. who knew this guy. Yeah. So this is just all uh, word of mouth. But the guy said that he... A bear was running. The bear was running, and he shot the bear, and he swears he shot it through the heart. Mm-hmm. Like, he was confident he shot yeah. the bear through the heart. The bear continued to run, like, several yards for it. Killed over? Yeah. 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 So I mean, if you don't shoot them through the heart, <laughs> through the heart, what are they capable yeah. of doing? Yeah. And then their so, skulls are all thick too. And... So then dogmen, they're probably similar mm-hmm. like that as far as like thick skull, yeah. you know, big, thick, yeah, especially thick skin, thick bodies. The, are we looking at homunculi? As we talked about last week, were these things created by smart guy bullshit? Of course, if they were, of course they would be made for war. They're, they could be, you know, homunculi engineered guardians of elite territories, you know, programmed to kick people out. Well, what are they kicking them out? You know, I didn't mention What do they build? Earlier, but the first article, the Midland article in Michigan, the truck driver said that he was visited by the FBI after talking about his experience mm-hmm. and that they were basically telling him to shut his mouth. So his assumption, which he stated on the podcast he was on, was that this was something that the military was in control of. Really? He felt that this was like a weapon. I've heard, yeah, yeah, that they were like being used to train his soldiers. Yeah, well, he said that the, that they said to him that, that he killed one of their assets. But the only thing that he had killed in like within years uh-huh. was that creature. Yeah. So he knew that that had to be what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So were they the liaison for the group of people that do make these homunculi mm-hmm. and do yeah, control and that's them what they and do. use them They're as testing weapons. grounds for it. If you could make them, and apparently, historically, they have, and it's, it's documented, it's just taken plain as other historical events that we take as as real they did and and wouldn't like i said the alchemists they're big pharma now Mm -hmm. they're streamlining assembly line 
everything. So of course they got proving grounds for their soldiers. We're probably ordered not to kill any humans, but who, who the hell knows? You know, right? We're getting levels of uh, insider speculation mm -hmm. here, and uh, we don't have an insider on any of this shit. It is fun to speculate, but it's been about. around for a long time. So my guess, and like I said, they've been throughout history. We used to trade with them much. I believe in a census, 250,000 of them lived in India in the 1850s or something like that. Um, in one of their provinces where they traded regularly with human beings. They didn't speak our language, they understood it. Mm -hmm. And they could communicate through gestures and, and growls and barks sort of with us. You know, they just didn't have the necessary equipment to produce our sounds. We could probably sit for hours and talk about Dogman. I advise anybody who's interested in it. Mm -hmm. Put Dogman in a search bar on YouTube or BitChute or Rubble or whatever and see what you get because there's some really interesting just anecdotal stories. People who have actually lived through it, uh, heard the story told from their relatives. Um, there's some people who have historical connections to Dogman. Uh, there was, I want to say in Tennessee, an 80-year war between the Dogman in this area and a family. There were a black family had bought property late 1800s or something like that in Tennessee, and they were going to set their homestead there. And were con I mean, it constantly in a war to where they had to move out in the 60s because they like one of their one of his family members was killed one of his like uncles or something was, was killed by one of these things and they attacked the house like they had killed a shitload of them over the 80 years um and finally he said it was it's horrible because you know leave family's land killed one of them and uh even though he said even though even the white police were like super concerned like you guys seriously don't you know like get out of here it's gonna kill you like you shouldn't be up here the reason there's no white families up here and you got the land for so cheap, probably some kike sold it to them. <laughs> I sh if I go listen to that one, I bet you I hear who sold them this bullshit parcel of land that for centuries couldn't be farmed or lived on because that was their territory. Some bank man just owned a piece of paper. He didn't own the land. And that's what he said. After, after his fucking family member died, they sold and left. Massive loss. Spooky shit goes on. You live too close to the highways. I'm sure cities have their own supernatural shit that a mm -hmm. country boy like me doesn't know i'd like to, i'd like to know city people what kind of cryptids you have if you have any i assume there has to be something that inhabits the, the crap crappier parts more broken down parts mm -hmm. the only thing i can think about is that component attribute of the missing 411 that does take place in mm, in the cities. the cities yeah but nobody knows what that is you know yeah. we can't say it's a cryptid or, exactly you know we don't know what that is but that is a topic I'm sure we'll discuss in the future. Yeah, we should do Mystic 411. But right now, you know what we should do? We should go to commercial break. Can you take us in, baby? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Honey, there's nothing in the fridge to eat for dinner tonight. What are we going to do? The Soup Factory opened up a new location in downtown Burlington. The Soup Factory? Yes! I don't really like soup all that much. I love soup! How many flavors do they have? How many soups do they have, I guess? 138. Really? Chicken noodle? Yes! Beef vegetable? Yes! Minestrone? Yes! Candy cane? Probably. I don't know. Do they have chili? No! Chili is not a soup. Damn, all right. I guess I could have tomato soup and a grilled cheese sandwich. They don't have grilled cheese sandwiches, but you could have a grilled cheese sandwich soup. Uh, okay. I, I guess I'll try it. Great! The Soup Factory, downtown Burlington. Check it out today. 
Okay, honey, you got that skit ready? I don't think we're gonna do another skit today. We're kind of running late as it is. Wait. I remember how last week was pretty funny. That skit. Yeah. Wrote on the fly. You're gonna do. I was gonna do it again. Similar. But you know the alarm didn't go off on time. I don't know why we were late today, but I didn't get a chance. I was gonna wake up at like four. Turn out an easy skit, but I mean, who who cares? Are you kidding? No. Why? I could say something funny about a gay Puerto Rican cyborgs again or something. Just fucking cares. There's like, like thirty people listen to this show. No one's gonna know. They're not gonna count the skits. Carrie, what do they fire me? You know what? It's my show. If I want to do one skit, two skits, three skits, zero skits, I'll do them. Who's gonna fire me? Good point. Okay. <laughs> Alright guys, sorry everything got off to a weird start. Hope you really enjoyed that. Uh, I need more coffee and more cigarettes. Uh, what about you, babe? I would love a, another cup of coffee and a smoke. That sounds good to me. Alright, we'll see you guys when we wake up a little bit more. Thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. See we you next week. You. We love you. Bye. Goodbye.